Gold there is, and rubies in abundance, but lips that speak knowledge are a rare jewel. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 15, from the NIV. Girl, we need each other, and in the days that we are living in, we need wisdom. I want to come alongside you and lock arms with you and walk out our faith together. This is the space where we can talk about anything and everything. This space is about lifting one another. This is the Rare Jewel Podcast. Welcome to episode five of the Rare Jewel podcast. My name is Lindsay Adeano. I am your host. And today we are going to be talking about consistency with fitness. Um, I think I need to preface this by saying that I am not necessarily an expert. I'm not a health coach. I am not like dedicated to health and fitness, but I will say that despite, you know, the pandemic and having small children and all the craziness of life, I have successfully been able to be pretty consistent with working out over the last several years, and that feels like a huge accomplishment. And so I wanted to just share some of the things that have been helpful for me to get to that point where I feel like this isn't a day-to-day struggle and it's not something I dread it's actually something I enjoy and look forward to and if you're listening right now and you're thinking yeah right I will never look forward to working out I really just want to encourage you to keep listening because hopefully some of the tips that I have will help you get to that point where you actually look forward to this where you don't hate it Honestly, if I hated it, I wouldn't keep doing it. That's just the truth. (laughs) Absolutely. So anyway, um, let's get into it. So I feel like oftentimes whenever like you ask somebody, how did you lose weight or how did you get so fit? Their answer is always like consistency. That's like the big word that people like to throw around when it comes to fitness and you're like, oh, okay, thanks, right? (laughs) What does that even mean, right? Like we know what the word consistency means, but I think we're looking for a little bit more of an answer than like the simple like eat fewer calories and be consistent, like work out and be consistent. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't feel like enough of an answer sometimes And so I just wanted to share the things that have helped me feel like this is actually where I'm at right now. Like I feel good, right? So one of the things that was a total mind shift for me was thinking about the difference between um, having this mindset. I think of it like I think of it like um, playing a video game like Mario, like you got a good run on Mario. That was great. That was excellent. I got like so far, but then I died, right? (laughs) Then I fizzled out and well, now I have to start all over from square one, right? I think a lot of times we think about our fitness that way. We think like, okay, like, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to hit it hard. I'm going to go like so good and I'm going to be really consistent. And so we do like, we kind of 
<laughs> we go like crazy hard on ourselves. We're like, I'm going to be there every single day, no days off, right? There's this sort of like mindset sometimes with the fitness culture that tells you like, oh, don't take a break, don't stop, right? Just keep going, keep going, you can do this. And we push ourselves so hard. And then because it's not sustainable and it's not realistic, we fizzle out. And normally, honestly, the crash is pretty hard, right? We're like, that was really hard. I'm exhausted. I never want to do that again. And we're so like scarred from the experience that it takes a long time for us to, to start over. And by the time we do, we feel like now your, your muscles are atrophied. Now your stamina is not where it was. Now you truly are starting completely over. It's almost like you never even worked out in the first place. Um, you're a total noob and you just feel like so frustrated and defeated, right? This is a cycle that I've seen so many women repeat and I've I've been a part of it too. I've done this to myself and it's so hard to overcome. So so for me, what I did is I started thinking about my body and my fitness like a bank account. So this isn't a run on Mario to see how far I can get. This is a lifelong thing where I am going to make small deposits and big deposits and sometimes withdrawals um, just because life is going to happen and that's realistic. But I'm just going to look at it as like, it's all going to count, right? If I put 50 cents in my bank account today and then three weeks from now, I put $50 into my bank account, as long as I'm not spending that, I have $50 and 50 cents, right? Like, it all counts. It's all going to add up. And so that really took the pressure off of me for thinking, one, that I had to do only certain kinds of workouts, and two, I wasn't allowed to stop. Like, things are going to happen. If you have kids, stuff is going to come up. We all just lived through a pandemic, and we know all the interruptions that took place like throughout 2020, 2021, even into this year, like we've had to quarantine, we've had to do all these things and they have just thrown us off of our rhythm. And so I think that is, that is one thing that has shown me, like you can't count on everything always being the same. It's going to change, it's going to shift and that's okay. And so when you're thinking about a plan, I want you to think about like what is flexible right if i if i have a goal of working out 7 days a week i have no margin there i have no space for like well what if something comes up what if my kid needs to go to the orthodontist right if i'm like okay i'm going to shoot for four workouts this week and see how i do and if i only get 3 that's all right i've got grace for that like we can have that sort of mindset with ourselves. And then like when you only get those three or four workouts, you don't feel like a failure. You feel like that was great. I did what I set out to do, right? So I think a big part of this is just being consistent. I think a big part of consistency is just being realistic with ourselves. We have to give ourselves grace and we have to give ourselves margin because 
let's be real. Every single person is going to have some curveballs thrown at you and those curveballs should not throw you off your course with health. So I've often wondered, does my faith and my health and fitness, do those two things really coexist or like intersect? <laughs> I think I've struggled with it sometimes knowing like, is this something that I should pray about? Like, is it wrong for me to ask God to like help me be healthy, right? And I think where that stems from is honestly the world and just the fitness culture in general has really started to make, not started, they have for years, made health and fitness synonymous with body image and vanity. And so that's one thing I just really wanted to talk about for a minute is like, if you are working out to try and fix yourself, then I just want to speak to you and say, like, you don't need fixing. You are beautiful and perfect and created by the most amazing creator in the world, obviously. If you look at sunsets, if you look at the ocean, if you think of the most beautiful things in creation that you could think of, like when God created you, he said you were good. And when he looks at you right now, he smiles and his heart is just filled to the brim with love for you. He's not looking at your imperfections. He's not worried about your thighs. He's like, that's my girl. And I love her. Look how beautiful she is. Look at her heart. Look how she gives to her family. Look how she serves her community. She is so faithful. You know what? She talks to me every single day and it just means the world to me that we have this relationship, right? That's what God sees when he looks at you. And if that's not what you see when you look at yourself in the mirror, then I would urge you to just pray. Um, every time you look at yourself in the mirror, ask God, like, give me your eyes to see myself. Because we all deserve that freedom to feel like we are okay just as we are. We are loved, we are worthy, we are whole, right? There might be things, like there might be uh, health things that you're working on. There might be like recovering from an injury that you're like, oh man, you know, okay, all right. Like, but even in that, your body was created so perfectly that it can get stronger, that it can relearn a, a movement, um, that it can correct an issue just by what you put into your body, right? So I just want you to think about your wholeness and your body as being so perfect and wonderful because God created it. And if you don't see it that way, I'm heartbroken for you because that is the absolute truth. You are created with love and in wholeness and perfection, just as you are today. So when I'm talking about fitness, I am not talking about what you need to fix. I am talking about you feeling strong, feeling capable, and totally embracing the way that God created you. So I just wanted to read to you this scripture 
because I think it's really interesting. So this is straight out of 1 Corinthians 9. This is verses 23 through 27. This is out of the NLT. It says, I do everything to spread the good news and share its blessings. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. And I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. And I think sometimes we read a scripture like that and we want to just immediately spiritualize it and be like, oh, well, he's talking about the spiritual race and he's talking about like, you know, his calling. But the truth is, our bodies are the one anchor that we have to this earth, which means we cannot fulfill our calling or our destiny without them. And I know that might seem a little bit like obvious, but it's something to think about, right? Your body is deserving of stewardship and care because it is the one thing that is going to carry you into your destiny. So if God has called you to something, you want to be fully capable to do it. I know a woman who felt called to work with children and her body was struggling. She had a lot of ailments. And I remember her just praying and asking the Lord to heal her so that she could get back to working in children's ministry. It was something that was preventing her from doing the things she was called to do. And so we have to have that heart, right? What, what am I called to do and what does my body need to be able to do to keep up? Because the calling is first, right? The obedience to God comes first. But honestly, we can't be obedient fully if our bodies can't even do it. So I think that's why this is important is to stay healthy, to stay active, to stay ready in and out of season, which is something that's hard. But, you know, even if you feel like, well, right now I'm just called to be a stay at home mom and I don't really need a whole lot for that. Yes, you do actually, but uh, you need to be able to pull some all nighters. You need to be able to, to lift things and to run and catch those little babies so they don't run into the street, right? So you do need uh, a certain level of physical ability there, but Aside from that, if you're feeling like, oh, I think someday God's going to call me maybe to the mission field, but like right now you're not staying active at all. <laughs> you're not like living any sort of lifestyle that's going to like prepare your body for that. Well, then you're not staying ready in and out of season. And that's something we're actually called to do because you don't know if you're like, oh yeah, you know, at some point in the future, well, that could be tomorrow, right? We don't know. We don't know what God has up his sleeve. So we need to be ready. We need to be caring for our bodies and we need to have a compelling future, which is hard. I understand. Sometimes we get sort of like, sort of on a hamster wheel, like everything is going to always stay the same, but it's not. And we need to be prepared for whatever changes might come. 
So health can propel or limit our capacity to fill, fulfill our callings, and that's why this is a big deal. There are things that we can't control, like disease or genetics, but we can do our best to eat things that fuel us and help us stay active. So I'm just going to share with you my list of things that have been really helpful with this consistency. So number one would be schedule your workout. Um, be realistic, like I was saying. If you've got 30 minutes, you've got 30 minutes. If you've got 15 minutes, perfect, write it down. If you've got an hour and a half, that's great. Like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> but, you know, write it down, be realistic. If you've got, you know, 20 minutes while your kid plays at the park and you just do laps, like, I've been there. I've done that. And that's totally fine, right? But make a plan, write it down, and know like this is the time that I'm setting aside for this. So I'm making it a priority. This is when we're gonna do it. If my toddler has a meltdown, then we're gonna start late, but <laughs> we've got this amount of time and that's what we're gonna do, right? Uh, number two would be to determine where you're gonna work out. So this was such a game changer for me is I would write down in my planner, okay, like I'm gonna do, um, I'm going to work out today at nine or whatever. And then I would get there and be like, okay, well, I got to work out and I don't have a plan and I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's cold outside and I don't want to go for a run and the garage is kind of a mess and I don't want to clean it and like <laughs> all this stuff. Right. And so I would kind of have to start making all of these decisions on the fly when I was already feeling pressed for time and I was already maybe not feeling super motivated that day. And it just messed me up so bad. And so I started just writing down in my planner, like, okay, Tuesday, I'm going to work out for 30 minutes at the gym. I'm going to do a, a cardio workout. I'm going to get on the treadmill, right? So just by writing it down, now I know, okay, well, I said I was going to work out at 10 a.m. I said it was going to be for an hour, so I need to leave the house at 9.45, and I can expect to be back at such and such time, right? It just helps me to have a better grasp of what the overall process is going to look like because, like, if you're going to go work out in the garage, there's no travel time involved in that. Great. That's perfect go do it. It's done in 20 minutes or whatever. Like that's amazing. But if you're going to go somewhere or do a longer workout, it's good to kind of be prepared. If you're going to go for a run outside, like what's the weather like, right? I, <laughs> I tried going for a walk a few weeks ago and the sidewalks were so icy and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. But of course, like by the time I realized how bad it was, I had already gotten like far away enough from home that it was like the same distance pretty much to come back. And I'm like, man, I should have worn my boots. Like if I were in my snow boots, I would not be worried about this right now. But now I'm trying to like dance around slick spots on the sidewalk in my tennis shoes. And I'm afraid I'm just going to like eat it. I'm out here all by myself. This is the worst, right? So <laughs> just thinking about like, what are the conditions like? Do I actually want to go for a run outside right now? Or would it be better to like do a Zumba in my living room where it's nice and warm, right? Just thinking through some of those details helps you have a more solid plan. It's not foolproof. 
There might still be interruptions or inconveniences or things that throw you off your game. But if you can kind of like think ahead, that really, really helps. And if you can write it down, I feel like every time I write something down, it just feels more permanent. And I don't say that in a negative way. Like, like I said, stuff is still going to probably come up, but it does help. So on that note, another thing that I kind of struggled with for a long time was like, okay, I've carved out this time to work out. Now what? Like, what am I going to actually do? Right? It's great if I have a class that I'm going to, because then I don't really have to think about it. I just jump in and do whatever the instructor tells me to. And perfect. That's amazing. I did Insanity for a long time. I did like a power-up class. I love classes. Group fitness classes are the best. But um, when I don't have a class, I'm like, well, what do I do? So anyway, I was going to just share with you some of the programs that I have used. Like right now, the gym that I go to actually has a free app that has tons and tons of workouts which is amazing so if you are a member of a gym that's something worth asking about is like do you offer programming because most will and they'll be like yeah just do this or you know here's the workout of the day or whatever right so that'll be really helpful for you if you're a member of a gym but if not some of the things that you could look into are like apps like there's some free ones um there's some that are paid that are not super expensive um i really liked the Love Sweat Fitness app. I thought that was so fun. It's super girly. <laughs> it's like rainbow crunches and like mermaid whatever, right? <laughs> like it's super, super girly, but it's so much fun. And I, I just loved it. I thought it was a blast. There's like a free option. So there's like the daily 10, I think she has on there um, that'll give you some moves. And then you can pay. There, there are different options, but um, I did like the quarterly for a while and I think it was like $40 for, for three months or something, but I think you could get it for like a whole year for a hundred dollars, which is a way better deal. So anyway, that unlocks access to a whole lot more in the app and that's a lot of fun. I liked it because you could watch the movement. It's just a short clip, but it's not a video, so it wouldn't override my audio, so I could like listen to whatever I wanted and still be able to view the workout. So I thought that was pretty fun. Another one that I did for a long time was Apple Fitness. So if especially if you have an Apple Watch, it is so nice and so seamless like you hit go on that workout and right away your watch is synced up. You don't even have to like start it. It just goes and you know, you can pop in your headphones or whatever. You can do a, do these workouts almost anywhere. It's like not very much equipment. It's usually, if anything, some dumbbells, maybe a yoga mat. Um, and you can just do it at home like in your living room, in your garage. And I did that for a really long time. Um, they're great. They're honestly great. There's like some other stuff on there, like treadmill that I still was able to use at the gym. And maybe there's biking. That's not my favorite. So I haven't really used those. But anyway, it's like $10 a month. So it's not crazy expensive if you're looking for programming, especially if you're not already paying for a gym membership, that would be like a really affordable option, you know, but there's so much out there for free. I think like, um, I'm pretty sure tone it up is free. Maybe there's a paid option. 
Um, there's like Chloe Ting on YouTube. She's, she's so fun. Like you're like, oh my gosh, girl, you're crazy. But honestly, her workouts are so hard, but they are like fast and furious. So if you're like, I've got 20 to 30 minutes and I just need to knock it out and I need to do something really hard. So I feel like I did a good job today. Like look up Chloe Ting. Cause I think you would love it. <laughs> she's, she's fun. She's like, real upbeat. So anyway, there are tons of options. Those are just a few that I've found that kind of resonated with me and my personality. But like, that's to my next point. Do what you love. If you're like, I hate biking like me, then like, don't go buy a Peloton and try to force yourself to bike just because you spent $2,000. Like you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. And you're going to be really mad at yourself. So like, don't do that to yourself. If you're like, I just love to dance and I want to do Zumba, but I think I'm going to be like too ridiculous and I don't want to be in public. Like, fine. Try and find an online class. Like do it at home where like nobody's watching you. Just see what you think. Like, and once you get the moves, you might want to go to the class, right? You might feel more confident. So it's really, really important to do things you love. And so I really like, um, I like running. I like weight training. I really like bar. So like bar is kind of, if you haven't done it, it's kind of Pilates-ish. Um, you're working the tiny muscles, you know, and I love group fitness classes. They are so fun for me. Workout should be something that you look forward to, not something that you dread. So it can be really hard and unpleasant sometimes working out, but if at the end you feel good and like proud of yourself, like that was fun, that was amazing, right? That's a good indicator that, that you actually enjoyed it, right? Like it was hard, but I wanna come back and do this again. Like when I get on a bike, I cannot wait to get off of the bike. <laughs> that is the honest to God truth. Like I have tried, my friend, she went and bought like this amazing mountain bike and she's like, we can start biking together. It's going to be so great. So amazing. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And so we went for a bike ride and I was like, um, okay, <laughs> is it over yet? You know, like, and she's like, you want to go a little further? You're like, no, I think I'm ready to go home. And like, I tried it a few more times. Like maybe I just need to give it like an honest go and see if I can really just get on board with this. Like, no, no. Every time I get on a bike, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait for this to be over. I would rather push this thing all the way home, even if I'm like two miles away from home, than like continue to ride this bike. <laughs> I don't know why, you guys, it doesn't make any sense. But I've learned, like I just don't enjoy it, so I'm not gonna force myself. It's fine, I don't have to ride a bike. Like I can do a whole lot of other things that I actually enjoy, so just find what you love. Like my mom, she, she uses her Oculus and she does games on there that are like for fitness and she has a blast with it. She's a tech kind of person. And so it just like clicks with her brain and she loves it. I love when I see my watch go off and I'm like, Oh yeah, my mom just like finished a workout. And I know she's probably in her living room. She might be in her pajamas, just having the time of her life playing this game and she's getting in a workout and it's awesome. Like you've just got to find the thing that gels with you. 
and it might take some time and some trial and error and that's totally fine if you're like oh I just took Zumba and I hated it fine you don't have to go back <laughs> like try something else you know and just keep trying and so my next suggestion for you number five would be to find fitness people I know if you're like, I don't have fitness people, that I maybe just dropped a little bit of a bomb and I'm sorry. But if you find people who are into working out <laughs> that like you actually want to hang out with, that is going to help you tremendously. So where do you find them? Obvious answer, doing the things that you enjoy doing. So if you're like, I really like bar, like me, like I started going to bar and honestly I was kind of intimidated because I was like, I really want to try this class, but I don't know anybody. And this was before I had joined the gym officially. So I like would show up awkwardly and like, I just fell out of the loop and I didn't know anybody. But then like fitness people are so kind, honestly, every single class, every time I've gone to the gym, like I have never really met like super rude people at the gym. That's the truth. <laughs> They're just nice. And so like over time I started like showing up at this class and people are so friendly, right? And you can, you can stay after and chit chat and you can exchange information or be like, Hey, would you like to go on a hike with me on Sunday or whatever, right? And you can start like making friends that way. And I feel like if you look forward to not just the class, but like to seeing your friend, that helps tremendously. It also helps if you can find somebody like that you kind of look up to in fitness. Um, like for me, I have a friend who she's been so consistent. She's like, she is the best at like knocking this out every single day. And we've taken to, I just asked her like, hey, would you mind like showing me the ropes when I joined the gym? And she was like, yeah, sure. Like, of course, when do you wanna go, right? And I know that Mondays she's gonna meet me. Monday morning she is expecting me to show up at the gym at a certain time and we're gonna work out together. And it's been a lot of fun. Like it doesn't always work out every week cause life, but you know, when I show up, she's always like the first to be there, like here, let me show you how this machine works or have you ever done this? Or like, um, what would you think about trying this much weight? Or, you know, she's just so good at kind of like helping me figure out where I'm at because I have been working out for a long time, but I'm not super familiar with gym equipment because I've worked at it out at home and I've done like walks and runs and that kind of stuff for years and I haven't I haven't familiarized myself with a lot of these machines just because I haven't had access to them so it's been really cool because we get together and she shows me how stuff works and she's like oh I don't think you've ever used this one before let me show you or whatever so if you can find somebody doesn't have to be your bestie it doesn't have you know like I'm close with this chick but <laughs> uh, it doesn't have to be somebody you're super close with you could just like ask like hey do you mind if I come shadow you at the gym like like would you mind if I just kind of like learned from you a little bit and and they totally will like 
nine times out of 10, people will say yes to this because they're rooting for you. Like they know how hard it is for them to get their butt to the gym and they're rooting for you to have success in the same area. My next tip for you is invest in the right stuff. So we already know that the fitness industry is huge. It's like multi-billion dollar industry, right? We are like shelling out cash for this, thinking that like if we buy the right stuff, it's gonna solve this problem for us. And that is just not the truth. Like, I'm sorry, I wish it was. I wish that I could like spend $50 a month to never have to worry about my health and fitness again, but that is just not how it works. And so I think sometimes we get sold to stuff because we think like, oh, if I had that equipment, then, you know, I would do more. Or, oh, if I had the right kind of shoes, then I would run because it would be easier or something, right? Like we buy all sorts of weird stuff to try and make this easier, but it's just not, it's just not helping. <laughs> so I think like for starters, like if you're kind of early on, I think just, just aim for like a few comfy workout outfits that you feel like look cute, are comfortable, you can move in, right? Um, Walmart and Old Navy have really budget friendly options that are super cute. They have so many prints and colors. I have some Walmart stuff that I've had for years, honestly, and it's held up. So don't let anybody knock it because honestly, it's fine. Like, <laughs> like, if you can go to Lululemon and drop thousands of dollars on your workout wear, wear, like I'm happy for you, that's amazing. But you don't have to, to be able to work out comfortably. So like check Amazon, read reviews. There's so much out there. So just find yourself some comfy clothes that you actually want to work out in. That would be step one. And then some sneakers. I normally spend about $50 on a pair and they, they last like so what I've been doing is I've been trying to buy like more than one pair um, within a short amount of time like not at the same time usually but like like right now I have three pairs of sneakers in rotation and I just feel like I get more longevity out of them like maybe that's a mind trick I don't know but I also feel like I want my shoes to breathe I don't want them to kind of like get smelly or whatever so <laughs> I just have like three different pairs. I have a pair of Adidas and I have two pairs of Nikes. And the Nikes are my absolute favorite right now. I've been using the the Revolution 5s. So I think last time I checked on DSW, they were actually like clearancing them out. So they were hugely discounted. So um, I really like them. Everybody's different, but if you're looking for a good pair of sneakers, you could totally check those out because I, have got so much use out of them. I bought the black ones like two years ago and I still wear them. And then I bought the pink ones this last fall and I use those like multiple times a week. So anyway, a good pair of sneakers um, and you can find stuff that fits your budget. And if you haven't done this yet, like Amazon has the Amazon closet, I think is what it's called where you can order stuff and try it on and see what you think and then only pay for what you keep and you can just send back whatever doesn't fit. So I actually got a pair of Adidas that way because I was like looking for some good running sneakers and so I think I ordered like two or three pairs of different ones to try and then I was like, I really like these. The Adidas ones just 
were really comfy and so I kept those I sent the other ones back and like I said I think I paid less than $50 for them so I know people are like oh you need like the best shoes and like if you've got more complicated things going on with your feet like you might need to invest in it that's fine but yeah don't feel like you have to drop hundreds of dollars on on tennis shoes to get a good workout because that is just not my, been my experience whatsoever um, if you're working out at home I would suggest just investing in some dumbbells maybe a yoga mat and um, I had my husband build me a plyo box when I was working at home and that was really good because I was able to do I mean you can use it like a bench right you can use it as a step um, you can do box jumps if you're like a hardcore person like that so anyway uh, that was kind of a, a good thing to have like maybe not an absolute necessity but it was helpful um, so if you're gonna be doing workouts at home I would say like maybe just a few things like that will help you um, and then uh, ear pods or like I love my AirPod Pros I got them for Christmas and they're my favorite thing so you know if you want to spoil yourself you could do that or you could just get you know whatever you like to listen to music on and then a good water bottle and I don't know that's kind of it like as you as you get more into it you'll figure out what you like and maybe what would serve you right like there's so much out there I bought um, I bought this little like kit on Amazon that had some fabric booty bands and those are really nice because they don't like like move as much as the the rubbery ones and so I got those and then it came with like some little bands um, like resistance bands so that was kind of cool and I use that stuff pretty often and you know like I'm kind of sometimes looking for different stuff just because it, it can be kind of fun like oh I want a new gym bag or I want a new water bottle right like sometimes you can use that stuff to like motivate yourself to keep going right like oh, okay well I think when I you know when I reach my goal of 15 workouts this month then I'm going to treat myself to such and such so, like you can totally do that if you're a gifts person that might speak to you like that's my love language and so I do that with myself sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to get myself a new outfit to work out in. And so I like set a goal and then I'm like, yeah, when I hit my goal, I'm gonna get that outfit, right? So you can totally do stuff like that to kind of help motivate yourself. And that can be a lot of fun. But ultimately, like, you just have to find the things that you actually enjoy. If you're like not excited about a new pair of leggings, then like that's probably not the thing you want to try and bribe yourself with, right? <laughs> it's just not, it's just not going to work. But anyway, those are just some of my tips. And having some basic things means that you can work out anywhere. And I worked out at home for a long time. Now I work out at the gym. And I oftentimes work out with friends. Something that's really, like this has kind of been my hack is I kind of load all the classes to the end of the week. So I always start strong, like Mondays are easy for me. I'm like, oh yeah, brand new week, it feels great. Like let's start off strong, right? But sometimes my motivation wanes, especially because I generally take Wednesday as a rest day. Sometimes that Thursday can be like harder to start back up. 
And so that's when I go to bar. Like there's a bar class on Thursday and I'm like, I look forward to that. Like that helps me. I know I'm going to do it because I, I don't want to miss it. It's only like twice a week that I can go. And so that's the week or that's the day that I get to go. Friday is my favorite class. Like we do this booty boot camp, me and a couple of girlfriends, like we meet up there. And so it's kind of like a fun Friday thing, right? We look forward to it. And then the weekends have become like, there's a class that I try to make it to on Saturday mornings. And then, um, Sunday evenings, my son has been going to like this discipleship thing in the evening. And so I've been using that time was like as soon as I drop him off at the church I just go to the gym because they're close by and so I just go do a workout all by myself on Sunday and it's honestly one of become one of my favorite parts of the week because it's just like this mental reset when I'm all by myself I'm not meeting anybody there I normally just get on the treadmill and run it out right and it's just kind of like this time to decompress so Think about stuff like that, like little pockets in your day. If you've got like a long lunch on Thursdays that you're like, you know what, I could really use that to just go like burn it out somewhere and um, kind of clear my head. Like think about that too, you know? I think you'll find that there are just times within your week where this makes sense and where it doesn't. And like quit trying to wedge that like square peg into a round hole. Like if it doesn't fit, you can't make it fit. You can try, but you're just gonna end up being really discouraged by the end of it. So just really think about what works for your life. If you're like, you know what, I've got little ones at home all day long, I can't escape, I can't afford a gym membership, girl. Like, that was me, that was me. And you know what I did is I, my husband would get home and I would go for a run at the park. And that doesn't always work. I know sometimes it's cold outside, you don't wanna go, whatever. I found some group fitness classes that were local and and I just bought like the punch pass, right? And it was like it was like 30 bucks for 12 classes or whatever they do, right? And I would just go as often as I could and I made so many mom friends that way and it was just something fun that like when my kids were little and I really just needed a break from being mom. It was such a great escape to be like, you know what? Dad's going to deal with bedtime and I'm going to go do Zumba. Like, <laughs> it was amazing, right? So just keep looking for that stuff. You'll find, like, like look up your activity centers, your local, like, YMCA, whatever. Like, you'll find some classes and some drop-ins and stuff that you can do that'll just fit into your schedule. You will find a way. So, anyway. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. Um, I know that it can be a struggle. Just don't be hard on yourself. I want you to really walk away with this like, my body is a bank account mindset because honestly, every deposit you make counts. If your life is crazy right now and you make five deposits a month, that's perfect. That's amazing. You are killing it. You are showing up for your kids every day and anything that you're doing on top of that is amazing right? And so just, just think of it that way and try not to be so hard on yourself because I think when you give yourself grace, you start to realize how easy it is to consistently show up. Like consistency doesn't mean every single day, no days off, no breaks. Consistency means like you keep coming back. If you fall down, you stand back up. 
right? And so that's what I want for you. And I'm just believing it for you. And I'm so excited. I hope you've enjoyed. I'm sorry this is a little bit long. It's a topic that I'm really passionate about. And so anyway, I just hope that me sharing these tips was helpful to you. And have an amazing week. Bye-bye.